You're listening to Life's Too Sport, the sport podcast from Now TV. And it's live! Well, not really. Welcome to a brand new edition of Life's Too Sport, the podcast that takes the tasty tidbits of the sporting week serves them up in bite-sized chunks for your delectation. Talking of pint-sized hunks, we have the Olivia Giroux and Momo Sissoko of podcasting. We have, ladies and gentlemen, Joe and Ranj. Hi, guys. Who's who? All right, gents. Well, I would say you were Olivia Giroux because you look the part, good-looking boy, but you're a bit slow. And Ranj, Momo Sissoko, because um, you only turn up when you're in the mood. Salam, my girlfriend, mate. <laughs> oh, 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 too much info there. Um, anyway, how's it going? How are you doing? Good, you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. My name's Andy, by the way. I didn't introduce myself. Well, who would you say you are in the French team? Then? I don't know. That's for you to say. Payet. Payet? Why? Why would you, you say just that? just go around breaking people's legs, don't you? <laughs> yeah, You're I'm proper a, naughty, you are, Andy. I'm a hard man. I'm a hard man in midfield. Um, we'll get to the Euros in due course, but um, what a time to be British, especially after last weekend. Formula One? Wimbledon? I know you're a big Andy, Andy Murray fan. Or is it the other way around? Are you a Lewis Hamilton fanboy? Uh, I, I, I'm all rounded. I, I I'm all sports, Andy. You know this, but um, Who's, I, who, who? Sorry to interrupt you, but who, in your opinion, is the most impressive champion out of the two? It's got to be Andy Murray, hasn't it? Oh no, I, I mean, Lewis Hampton is a he's a terrific sportsman, and he is one of the British greats, no question. He's in form, and uh, he continues to win races, but. You know, it was the British. Sorry, the British. The, the British. It was British at times, <laughs> but it was the British Grand Prix. Well saved. Uh, and it's another race in the calendar year. He's not champion for the F1 season yet, and that's why Murray is the champion for now. I'd right. Say. Got to disagree for that one. Come on, come in, Ranch. Oh, Hamilton's easily the best. I mean, Murray's not even the best in his sport. Hamilton is the best in his sport. Every Ooh. time he goes out there, he's about to die. He could die every time he goes in the car. The worst thing Murray get oh a few blisters. I mean, come on, mate. <laughs> And he has even got a personality, Lewis. People may not like him, but you know, at least he's got something about him. He's a bit blingy, though. You know, I think uh, he rubs the British public up the wrong way a little with his uh, Americanisms. Yeah, at least his... he's English. That's another sturdy love, right? He is there. very American, isn't he? He tries to be a bit too hard to be American, I think, at times. Yeah, I suppose so. But I think the British public don't warm to him so much because he's this uh, great self belief. And like, you know, us Brits, we love a plucky loser on occasions. I don't know. I mean, it, it, you say, you know, the Brits as a whole don't like Lewis Hamilton. You look at the Brits who were at the British Grand Prix at the weekend. They loved him, didn't they? And they were certainly giving Nico Rosberg a bit of stick. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, if you if if you go back a week, was it a week? The Spielberg Austrian Grand Prix? Yeah. And um, they were, you know, the Austrian-German crowd were booing Lewis on the podium. I think... You know, the Brits warm to him after that because uh, Germans are always going to boo an Englishman, aren't they? That's true. It's been going on for years. That's true. But yeah, to be, it doesn't matter what sport it is. To be fair, does it? If uh, you know, if an Englishman's facing a German on in marbles, so- either way on home soil, the, the latter's going to give you know a bit of stick, aren't they? That's true. But yeah, the the British crowd at Silverstone. 
did show their appreciation for King Lewis, or he is the champion, but what do you think? Is he gonna is he gonna take the championship this year? You'd say, at the moment, you'd say yes, uh, just based on form. I think Nico Rosberg's lost his um, lost his touch a little bit the last few races, and he just looks a bit low on confidence yeah, after the crash in Spain. Now, yeah. um, apparently, don't quote me on this, but Lewis said that he had bigger balls than Rosberg, and I think there's something in that. I haven't, you know, I can't, I can't uh, say for sure. I can say for sure he has got bigger balls. <laughs> he has, but at times you've got to say Nico Rosberg's probably got slightly bigger balls. I mean, he tried to run Lewis Hamilton off the track last weekend. Was that, was that, that bigger was in, balls? That was intentional. Or was that just plain stupidity? Well, it was plain stupidity, but at the same time, we've got to have balls to do it. True, true. Talking of bigger balls, um, that's why I come in. <laughs> The Euros, the Euros. Um, last weekend, Portugal beat France to claim their first major title since Cristiano Ronaldo won the Venus Man in the Universe uh, award in 2011. But in a competition of few frills, what were the most memorable moments of the tournament? Range took his mic down to street level to find out. Favourite moment at the Euros, Ronaldo taking a reporter's mic and tossing it into the lake. It was probably watching the Swedish and Irish fans singing Dancing Queen together. <laughs> well, in a tournament that was generally short on quality, I've got to say the Zerni security goal was definitely high point for me. Should have been going to the tournament. Uh, mine's definitely going to be Zaza's penalty against uh, Germany. It was a uh... Yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, definitely my favourite moment of the Euros has to be um, watching Ronaldo in the final of the Euros, dropping up and down the touchline to think he's a manager. Okay, guys, we've heard uh, the word on the street. What about the word on in the studio? Joe, the Euros, your favourite moments? Uh, number one, I've got Shakiri's stunning bicycle kick against Poland. Glorious. Fantastic Stop technique. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Second has to be included. It's the Icelandic clap. That was, you know what? That's going to be. That wasn't even a celebration. They're just killing moths. <laughs> well, that's going to be that's going to be the moth situation. What happened there? But anyway, we'll get to that. But that's going to be all over the Premier League next year. Can you imagine doing the Icelandic clap? Everyone's going to be doing it. Yeah, we'll die out there. It's like the Vuvuzelas, won't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's annoying after a bit. It will, it will be. It's like the new version of the Mexican wave. Great at first, but you know, eventually everyone was just like a bit embarrassed it's like about the it. Look at that. That's died a death now, isn't it? A bit like the champion dance in the uh, World Twenty Twenty. Oh, I think that's still yeah. going. That's that, still going that, in the office. That, that, that went. That went for a while, but as soon as yeah. West Indies won, no, hate it, hate it. <laughs> no, we still do the champion dance in the in the office. <laughs> yeah, and the Doug. sprinkler. Doug Range and uh, oh, the, sprinkler, the, the sprinklers one for life. Oh yeah, that's a great yeah. one. Yeah. And the dab. On any, other, any other moments, Joe? My final one. Uh, despite all the controversy, there's been some fantastic images come out of the fans and a young lad in a Portugal shirt patting the French fan on the back and giving him a hug after they lost in the final, of course. I saw that. It was a great moment. But what you didn't see, I wouldn't trust the kid. What you didn't probably see, he probably nicked his wallet and his watch, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did it. No, apparently, he was, you know, when he pat him on the back, he put a sign on his back saying loser. Oh, always oh, a bit harsh. I was wondering what that was on his back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it was a touching moment, actually. And uh, just, you know, a bit of unity. And that's what we need in the world right now. Oh, definitely. 
absolutely. We are the world. Anyway, uh, memorable moments. Oh, Ranch. I think Zaza's pen's got to be up there. Oh, that was it so was so bad. It was good. Yeah, it was. Zaza's attempt of the Running Man challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Just the. Uh, how many steps did he take? I don't know. About hammer time. I don't know. About fifty. I think we mentioned it last on last week's podcast, but they've put a compilation of all the penalties from the game. Yeah. And they, they put them all together and uh, side by side, you can see all these penalties come in and then Zaza comes in about a minute later. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's bolstered in the sky, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, at the moment, it's probably uh, Lowe's scratch and sniff. Oh, that was uh, a bit low down and dirty. That was, a, that was a low moment. It was a low moment. <laughs> but... Yeah, he just doesn't stop. I know he he's not aware of it though. So I the think he adrenaline. is aware of it now. He is, but he can't help himself. Well, he's aware of it. He came out in the press conference afterwards and said he uh, he apologised for it, didn't he? And said that the uh, the country and the world expect better of me, and I won't do it anymore. And he went off and scratched his armpit the next game. Ooh. And then he, he picks his nose, and he eats his bogeys. We, well, he does. I hope he doesn't do that. But he we're does. all we're all human, aren't we? You know. The worst what? thing you can do Joe, now is... Joe, I don't do that. I did that when I was four. I put my burgers, but I flick them. I don't eat them. I'm a... <laughs> I, I, I put them under the table, I've got, I've got some morals. I put them under the desk at work. I think he's going to go... Don't tell as, anyone. He's going to go as far as... He's going to do another scratch, but he ain't going to sniff it himself. He's going to put it under someone else's nose. <laughs> I, I, Maybe his assistant. Smell that. Tell you what, I wouldn't be shaking his hand. Oh, no, no I, I would just like leave early, like five minutes early before the end of the match if I was opposing manager. I'm not shaking his hand. Unless I had antibacterial uh, hand wash with me. Yeah, I'll tell you what, those players must be straight in the shower afterwards after they get out the back. <laughs> yeah. Imagine True. if he did, imagine he was like Klopp and give you a massive hug every time. <laughs> get oh, off me. Like, please. What you don't know is Germany actually have a hygienist in their team. So he's the one sorting out all the players after the pat on the back. Right, okay. They don't, I'm joking. He's a busy man. <laughs> well, okay, my, my memorable moments include uh, Robson Canoe's uh, goal, oh, where he goal. did a, a little Cruyff turn, but yeah, I don't think he really knew what he was doing there. Cruyff I think he just smiling. tripped over. Um, That's a bit harsh now. Okay. Come on. All oh, right, it was a brilliant goal. Love the Welsh. Um, Roy Hodgson getting caught unaware on camera against the Islas, Iceland in the Iceland game. Sorry, new teeth. Um, he just really didn't know what he was doing. Then the camera shot. He saw himself on the big screen and then he put his finger to his chin like he was thinking some grand scheme. And yeah, it was he was just like, like he was Dr. Evil. <laughs> it, was, it was just it's so embarrassing. And Harry Kane's free kick before we move on. I just oh. got to say, 40 metres from goal. If you're Ronaldo, you don't... Even Ronaldo doesn't score. Well, he hasn't scored in 45 free kicks in the well, Euros. It's just like Harry Kane, apparently they put that to <laughs> Titanic music yeah they have and it's just it just makes it even more glorious in its failure and I just wish him good luck for next season with Spurs but talking of dodgy clubs the Open the (laughs) Open (laughs) I've been working on this obviously Uh, the Open starts today and is live on Now TV for the very first time which is super exciting in fact, it's so exciting, Joe decided to do Stat of the Week. Here's my Stat of the Week. That's enlightening and informative. Uh, my Stat of the Week. So this year's Open Championship, of course, being held at Scotland's Royal Troon, is a whopping 7,190 yards in length. However, 
when the course debuted in 1878, it was a five-hole course. Wow. Mm. That's, that's grown. It has, yes. Do you know the percentage growth? Uh, I yeah, wouldn't be able to tell holes. you that, no. 13 holes, isn't it? Oh, 13 holes. It is, however, 15 yards longer than uh, when it was held last in 2004. That'll make a difference. That'll make a difference. And it'll make it a bit more difficult for Colin Montgomery because, you know, he's getting on. So, uh, do you reckon they'll have a... Uh, <laughs> like w- one of these... Um, He'll have a buggy with him everywhere, in between holes. Between shots. Motorised motorized, uh, wheelchair. He's a top lad's Monty. Yeah, we love Monty. And he's going to be there. He's qualified. So we're right behind Monty. It's going to be great having him there. But he's not going to win, is he? No. So who, who's your favourite for the for the tournament, Joe? My favourite, it's uh, it's the guy that won the US Open, and he also he's also come in winning the WGC Bridgestone International. It's Dustin Johnson, DJ. DJ. Uh, it's always nice when they have a little, you know, shortened nickname. Oh yeah, DJ. DJ. And he won he won the Masters. No, he won the American Open. US Open. US Open, yes. not the American Open. I know my golf. Yeah. You know, you know it, Ranch. What about you? I'm gonna go for Spieth. I think Spieth, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I think he's not. He's got. He hasn't got the Olympics to worry about now. Uh, he'll go big on the last two majors. Well, I don't the, know why went majors there? Majors. The omens do point at an American win. Americans have won the Claret Jug the last six times it's been held at Royal Troon. Right, there you go. Okay. Stat there there. That is brilliant. That's a brilliant. Mark Tinklin would be proud of you, Joe. Yeah, St- Stato. <laughs> I think we're going to call you Stato yeah. from now on. Well, that I means me and you are Badil and Skinner. <laughs> oh, who's Badil? Who's Skinner? Oh, well, I'm from Coventry, which is near Birmingham, so I'll be Skinner. Oh, I got to beat Badil. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's a bit laconic, just a bit like me. Anyway, um, as for me, I, I really, you, you know, I'm not the biggest. Golf fan, but you think Faldo's gonna win, don't you? Is he playing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I do like I do like characters and uh, Patrick Reed, uh, Paddy, Paddy's two his mates. He's like I, I like. He's always pumped. Can we say I love saying that word? Pumped. Is that, is that can we accent? say it all together after three? I'm, One, two, I'm three. Pump. All right. Okay. Forget <laughs> it. Anyway, I, I, I do like him. I do like Never him. go off script. That's I know. <laughs> but he does, his, his, uh, his tee-offs, his drives, do tend to swing to the left. Talking of someone who can swing the ball to the left, Jimmy Anderson. Jimmy Anderson's uh, playing for England. No, he's not. He's not. Is he he's injured? Not, he's not in the side. Oh, no, I didn't mean Jimmy. Stuart Broad. Yes. Yes. He's not he, much of a swinger, though, but yeah, we'll let you He off. swings it to the right. He's, yeah. He swings it to the right. So, yeah, the first test. Sack England. the research, man. <laughs> <laughs> I sacked one last time I did yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going for I'm it. I'm going for it. I'm just like, you know, the, you just can't get the staff these days, you know. But That's anyway, why I'm here, Andy. That's why I'm here. I know. He's, Joe is just like, he's so reliable. Reliable Joe. Um, yeah, England versus Pakistan. You got. I know you've got really strong opinions on... on Cricket ranch. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, sledging. I love sledging. But yeah, I tell you what, let me give you the big build-up. All right. Then we'll have a, a little jingle, and you can do the rant of the week. Sounds good. 
I just want to say one thing. Sunday trading hours. And that's all I've got to say about that. I want to have a rant about Sledging. People say it's bad for the game and it's a gentleman's game, but no, Sledging's brilliant. Some of the best parts of the game are Sledging. For players like me, it's the only thing I know when I go into bat. Yeah, exactly. Competitive advantage and all that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Long as you don't go over the line. I mean, Mohamed Amir goes over the line sometimes, but, you know, it's a different story. Um, Less said about that, the better. Yeah, uh, but I think it's fine. Uh, it, it happens in every other sport, so what can happen in this? I think it's changed from a uh, cup of tea days where you never used to say a word. Sometimes test cricket can get boring, a bit of sledging can help. And actually, it's, it's tactical as well. It's not just doing it for the the, hell, the sake of it. So it just More sledging, un- please. It just unsettles opponents. More sledging in work, uh, more everything. And you're awful, Joe. You're just as bad. The thing is with sledging, okay, is I have a particular view on this. You got, you know, you've got the batsmen who just go in, they wildly yeah. sledge around, and they, you know, they don't know what they're doing. But you've got the players like Jason Roy who will have a controlled sledge, and he will get plenty of runs from it. That's as far as I'm going with that. I think the their sledging is good for the game as long as you're controlled, right? Unlike myself. Yeah, as long as it doesn't go too far, there's place it. In, there's place it in the game, so. So who's are Pakistan uh, not much, good sledgers? Not, no, I know the Aussies are the Aussies really are, good. The Aussie, the English, I think a couple of the Indian players are quite good, and South Africa, but normally the other like subcontinent teams are not very good at it. New Zealand aren't. What was too the far most? Yeah. What was yeah. the most famous one by uh, Freddie Flintoff? Yeah, he said, uh, "Mind the mind the windows, Tino." And Tino, yeah. and Tino just like a bit. He obliged, and he went for the big hit, and then you know, I think he just clipped it to uh, the first slip. Well, there you go. That's sledging at what? At its best. And then and look at Freddie now. He's selling fish and chips. <laughs> He's getting paid. He's getting paid big money to sell fish and chips, though, isn't he? Is well, he, he, well, he's always been, he's always been a batter, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Awful. sorry. Awful uh, pun of the week, right there. And Joe, Joe, are you looking forward to? Are you a big cricket? Fan. I'm a big cricket fan. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I th- I think uh, Pakistan will prove to be a tougher test than what uh, Sri Lanka were, especially with the return of Amir. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, so uh, to be fair, I think some of the choices that have been made for bat uh, for batsmen have been contentious to say the least. Are you? Did you just burp? <laughs> no, no. It was just it was, it was me. It was me oh struggling to get my words out. I, I can think, smell your lunch. I, I think uh, I think Mighty up to this Saka. point, up to this point, <laughs> the the batsmen have been good choices, especially yeah. within ODI and the T20s. They've been, they've been fantastic. But I think for the test this time round, yeah. there's been, I think, one or two questions, especially the return of Gary Balance. Right. Okay. I don't, Ranj, I don't know how you feel about Gary Balance. I don't rate him. No. I don't think he's that good. He doesn't really bring... He's too slow. And you've already got quite slow players already. Uh, there needs to be a nice, um, mind the pun, but balance between uh, defensive stop. and attacking. Can you just stop <laughs> with the puns it was, That wasn't even meant to be it. But My uh, God. Joe Root's now being forced to move up the order. I think Jason Roy probably bit, should have been given a shout considering Josh Butler's not going to be playing. That is a big call to move uh, Joe Root because he, he looks settled. Well, he kind of has so to move good up. Though. He has to move up given the order. So Right, okay. Because we haven't got Ben Stokes. We haven't got Josh Butler. We haven't got Scott Borthwick. Yeah, we haven't got Jeffrey Boycott. No, uh, uh, sorry, uh, wrong era. Um, but you know your golf and you know your cricket. <laughs> That's what we found out on this podcast. I tell you what, I'm looking though. forward. I've got a couple of bets on the cricket. A couple <laughs> of bets. On, yeah, got uh, no ball in the fourth over. 
Oh, we don't encourage betting, but are you referring to uh, Mr. Amir, by any chance? No, I was in the England. Uh, Can you give us some uh, back backstory to that? What, to the Amir? Uh, yeah. What have you asked me for? <laughs> what, have, what have I been asked for? I, 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 there's no reason. I just, you know, you know your cricket as does Joe, but uh, anyone? Can I, anyone I, give I, me a backstory? I, I think it's swiftly moving on. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Joe. Um, in the meantime, Joe, just going back to what we have on Now TV uh, th- this forthcoming week. This Can forthcoming you run week. Weekend. Quick, quick yeah. run through. Yeah, give us a quick run through so people know what to expect. Right, okay. Wednesday, Friday, we've got some NatWest T20 Blast. Uh, won't go into the teams. But starting Thursday, we've got international cricket, as said, England-Pakistan. Woo. Fighting until Monday. And Ooh. then on Thursday, we've also got the Open coming in, starting Ooh. Royal Troon. The uh, the battle for golf's oldest major begins. Another step. Indeed. Uh, first Utility Super League on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days straight. On Saturday as well, we've also got the WBC heavyweight bout between Deontay Wilder, the Olympic medal winning Ooh. Deontay Wilder, and Chris Ariola at Saturday night. And finally, the Bet Victor World Match Play Darts gets underway on Saturday. That starts, as said, on Saturday, and it's for a week and a half. Oh, oh. Ariel is a bit of a tit, isn't he? I don't like him. <laughs> uh, I think Wild is worse, though. Um, Thank you, Joe, for that uh, run through um, our sporting itinerary. Um, but, guys, I think we've uh, reached the end of this podcast, and it's been quite a journey. We've squeezed the lemon. We yes, have. we yeah. squeeze the pips out. Yes. And uh, we love you out there in podcast land. And we hope to see you again. So it's a goodbye from me, <laughs> your host, Andy. And it's a goodbye from Joe. Say goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, Joe. Oh, my God. That is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, from Ranch. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.